Hello, good evening, everyone, and welcome to our Liturgy of the Word Bible Study live stream chat. Uh, tonight, we will be reading, reflecting, and discussing the Mass readings for this coming Sunday's Mass, which is the second Sunday of Advent, uh, December 5th, 2021. If you're watching us live, we invite you to participate and tell us who you are and where you are from in the chat box off to the side. If you're watching us on playback, please feel free to use the comments section down below. My name is Mike. Joining me live this evening is Kate. Good evening, Kate. How are you? Good evening. I'm doing well. Thank you. Awesome. Kate, we'll be reading your comments as they come in. Feel free to chime in and tell us your thoughts about our scripture readings and anything else throughout the live stream. With that said, are you ready to get started, Kate? Let's go. All right. Vamanos. Here we go, guys. Liturgy of the Word, Mass Readings for Sunday, December 5th, 2021, the second Sunday of Advent. A reading from the book of Barak. Jerusalem, take off your robe of mourning and misery. Put on the splendor of glory from God forever. Wrapped in the cloak of justice from God, bear on your head the mitre that displays the glory of the eternal name. For God will show all the earth your splendor. You will be named by God forever, the peace of justice, the glory of God's worship. Up, Jerusalem, stand upon the heights. Look to the east and see your children gathered from the east and the west at the word of the Holy One, rejoicing that they are remembered by God. Led away on foot by their enemies, they left you. But God will bring them back to you, borne aloft in glory as on royal thrones. For God has commanded that every lofty mountain be made low, and that the age-old depths and gorges be filled to level ground, that Israel may advance secure in the glory of God. The forests and every fragrant kind of tree have overshadowed Israel at God's command. For God is leading Israel in joy by the light of his glory, with his mercy and justice for company. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. When the Lord brought back the captives of Zion, we were like men dreaming. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with rejoicing. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad indeed. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, O Lord like the torrents in the southern desert. Those who sow in tears shall reap rejoicing. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. Although they go forth weeping, carrying the seed to be sown, 
They shall come back rejoicing, carrying their sheaves. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. Second reading, a reading from Paul's letter to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, I pray always with joy in my every prayer for all of you because of your partnership for the gospel from the first day until now. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work in you will continue to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. God is my witness, how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may increase ever more and more in knowledge and every kind of perception to discern what is of value so that you may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ for the glory and praise of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. In the fifteenth year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod, tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip, tetrarch of Iturea and Trachonitis, and Lysonius was tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, The word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the desert. John went through the whole region of the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The winding roads shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, guys, so there we have then this Sunday's Mass readings for the second Sunday of Advent. So our question is for everyone, what stood out to everyone in these readings? Um, Let us know in the chat box and in the comments section. While you're doing that, we're going to begin with an opening prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, We open our hearts, minds, and souls to worship you. 
Thank you that today we dwell in your kingdom and live in your presence. Thank you that as we gather together, we join with all Catholic Christians across the world to glorify your holy name. Come be with us, inspire us, and lead us in our time together. We ask all this in the beautiful name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Kate, uh, how about we turn it over to you? What were your thoughts about these readings? Well, when what stood out to me, the part that stood out, that stood out to me the most um, was in the gospel with John the Baptist and um, proclaiming, you know, about preparing the way of the Lord. And I think about that during this time when it's obviously Advent and a time for preparation. Now, in last week's gospel reading, we were, in last week's Liturgy of the Word, we were um, focused on the idea of preparation. It was more like an end of times preparation. And it was interesting that we have that and in, as we're getting, as we're approaching Advent. So that's what stood out to me is like the preparation for the Lord and how we prepare spiritually during Advent season and um, just in our own lives in general, like we're obviously preparing for the holiday season, but are we preparing day by day, you know, spiritually for, you know, for Jesus in our own lives and ultimately for his second coming. So that's what I'm thinking about is, you know, that's the part that stood out to me the most. How about you, Mike? What do you think? Yeah, on the same lines with John the Baptist, the line that says all flesh shall see the salvation of God was a, was a line that stood out to me. And um, at first you're wondering, um, well, what does this mean? Because Jesus says that, you know, not everyone's going to be um, saved. But then I started thinking more about it that, you know, everyone's going to see those who are divided, um, who are going to heaven, go to heaven. So everyone will witness the salvation. All flesh will witness the salvation. And then the other half, after God divides us, the ones who are not being saved, well, then they'll go off to their destiny. So um, that's that's one line that stood out to me um, in regards to the gospel reading. Also in the second reading, um, the line that says, God is my witness, how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that we can all probably relate to. The, we, um, you know, who are devout and um, longing for Christ, it says, I how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. It always never fails that um, when you come across someone who's a devout Catholic, you know it, you just feel it. There seems to be some kind of, you know, bond that, um, I, at least for me, I can feel, I kind of, I sense when someone is, is a, a devout Catholic and, and just being amongst them, there's a certain feeling of peace and and gentleness and love in most cases you know um but i love that line because i think we're very lonely in this world um there's not a lot of people who are you know devout catholics devout christians um and i think that when we hear of someone who is or we meet someone who is you kind of feel that brotherly bond automatically immediately you know even if they may be of different you know beliefs as long as Jesus is the common denominator, you feel that brotherly brotherly feel, you know, or sisterly feel, whatever the case may be. So um, those are the two things that stood out to me in this week's gospel readings. Mm-hmm. Right. Very good. 
Okay, um, now we're gonna turn it over and see what your thoughts are. So um, we're gonna look at your comments and um, thank you everybody for joining us this evening. So, um, you know, we welcome you, especially if you're here joining us for the first time. So this evening we have Heather Jones who says, hello all, hello Heather. And we have Jim who's joining us from Iowa. Hi Jim. And let's see, Singing Angie saying hi from Lockport, New York. Hi, oh, Singing been, Angie. It's been a while for, since we yeah. heard from Singing Angie. So. Uh, great to have you here. Okay, um, and we have Vicki here, who's from Des Moines, Iowa. Hi, Vicki. Great to have you here as well. Um, we have Fong here. Hello from Louisiana. Hello all from Louisiana. Hi, Fong. Okay, great to have you guys here. And I know, um, yeah, it's great to have, um, we have a lot of people here who were from our original Bible study um, before we revamped our program. So welcome guys. We have Anne-Marie saying hi. Hi, Anne-Marie. Okay, and let's see, we have Vicki Shepherd. She's offering a prayer to St. Michael. Thank you so much for offering that prayer for us to you know, protect our Bible study and so forth. And just you know, for everybody here in general, to have St. Michael watch over us. Okay, um, Anne-Marie says um, Ohio here. So welcome, welcome Anne from Ohio. Um, and we have Emily from Ohio also. Hi, Emily. Let's see. Um, and um, okay, and then Vicki's saying, okay, but continuing um, about St. Michael's protection there. Okay, thank you so much um, for, you know, offering your prayers for our Bible study. You know, it's definitely important. Like we definitely want to ask God's blessings over our technology and so forth. And we're blessed to be able to have this means to bring this to you, um, to bring this to everybody. Um, Karen's oh, here. Karen's so back. My, oh, first live chat. Okay. I, well, I think Karen was with us last last time, wasn't she? Or like um, oh. last before we broke? Or is that a different Karen? Oh, I, I think know. this might be somebody different. Um, okay. I don't know. Um, I think, yeah, I'm not checking, not recognizing the name of it. I could be wrong. But if this okay, is your well, first welcome, time, yeah, welcome. Great to have you with us. Okay, so yeah, always great to have new people with us. Um, so Anne-Marie's saying, I love the church. All right, amen to that, definitely. You know, we're so thankful for our faith. Um, Timon's here with us saying, hi, all. Bless, God bless all. Oh, that's Bill from Los Bill Angeles. From hi, Bill. That's right. Hello, You're another one of our um, regular people who join us. Great to have you here. Um, Tim's here saying hope for humanity. Okay, absolutely. Definitely pray for hope for humanity. Um, relentless pursuit of Jesus Christ and his salvation. Absolutely. Um, Vicki's here. She says, Vicki Cutlership says, we have been waiting for 2,000 years for Jesus to return as we need to keep vigilant now as Christians did in the early days, no matter when we pass, um, we stand before Jesus as Paul is longing for that, we will all be joined together. Good point. So we're all longing for, uh, for Jesus in this life, all waiting for him to come. And, you know, especially when we fall on hard times or times of loneliness or sorrow, you know, we look to God for, you know, for strength and so forth. And we always remember that the end goal is heaven. Um, let's see. So Henry says, it's hard because I have friends who say they are Catholics, but know nothing about church teachings. Okay. That's, that's tough, but we, it's up to us too, to be good examples, I think too. Um, I have to interrupt. Mm -hmm. I have to interrupt with uh, a, a story this past Sunday, we had two baptisms and, um, 
you can usually tell when people it's going to be a noisy mess when the baptisms happen because um, people don't know who have been away from the church how to properly show respect. And I swear, and I'm not condemning anyone, I'm condemning their behavior. Um, it was it was just a complete distraction to, to everyone. So um, this is in line with what Anne-Marie was saying about, um, you know, she has friends who say they're Catholic, but do nothing about the church teachings. Like these people are taking pictures during the homily and everything of the baby and, and themselves. And it's just, a, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's very sad um, that people are Catholic by title um, as opposed to, you know, living the faith. But I think as, you know, we who try to, to live the faith, um, we can certainly use the opportunity to not come above being above all, but, you know, maybe be a proper um, demonstration of, of how one's supposed to conduct themselves and, and maybe offer encouragement, you know, for uh, those who are Catholic by name only. So, right, right. That, yeah. yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I just come across situations sometimes like that too. And, you know, and like you were saying, we can only lead by example. So, um, and we should never fail an opportunity and this is tough. We should never fail an opportunity that comes to us to, um, to teach, um, other Catholics, you know, um, because that's what our job is. Um, I know for myself, um, I was away from the church for a very long time and I held the world's beliefs about the church being old fashioned and, you know, and I don't know how many people I've personally have damaged or at least went along with their ideas of what the church should be. Um, but now when it comes across and as difficult as it is, you have to have that moment. It's, it's considered the, the Holy Spirit setting you up, you know, as an opportunity to share the truth with, with these people who mm-hmm. are not yet devout. So I just wanted to share that part right there. Right. Yeah, true. And that takes courage too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Okay. Um, and then Anne-Marie says, oh, the other kind of no. Okay. Yeah, I caught that, Anne-Marie. No problem. I know exactly what you're saying there. No problem. We got you. Okay. Um, and Fong says, I've been hearing and seeing more and more that this Advent should be a time of penance to interiorly prepare ourselves for Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, that's true. It seems like we should definitely, you know, prepare in every Advent to some extent you know, we should reflect, you know, on ourselves and, you know, our spiritual lives and ask, are we bringing the gift of Christ to others? But especially, you know, with the way the world is today and, you know, things going so crazy, we definitely should reflect too on the end times as well. Um, And then Fong says, make straight the way of the Lord. Absolutely. So just like John the Baptist, we need to, through our good example, you know, bring Christ to others and proclaim him. Okay, Jim says, I think of God's divine mercy and offering his salvation to all who will take it. Okay, mm, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, Singing Angie says, I wanted to share with you that my daughter beat cancer and is on the mend. Oh, that's, that's awesome. great. Yeah, thanks be to God for that. Praise that's God. Great. Absolutely. That's awesome. Good to hear. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Um, Fung says, Singing Angie, all glory and praise and honor be to God. So very happy for your family. Absolutely. Okay, and singing Angie says, yes, hallelujah, God is good. Excellent. Um, Vicki Cutler Shepherd says, like people walking in front of the altar boys and priests processing into the church. 
Oh yeah, that can happen too. It's a matter of like, you know, people not showing respect. Mm. They're just kind of cutting in front when the priest is processing toward the front of the church. Yeah. And, you know, and some people just, maybe they don't really know or, but again, it's up to us to show good example. I had to wonder, um, I, I wonder like where um, the priest in regards to managing the mass, um, you know, I understand that they don't want to scare anyone away. And, but sometimes I just feel like the priest sometimes loses control of the mass. And when I say that, it's like when the choir outshadows the mass, um, the altar servers are, are often doing their thing. The people in the front row are playing cards and having football games in the aisles. I mean, there has to be, I think, I think would really be to the church or at least a parishioner's benefit if, you know, there'd be some kind of announcements at the beginning of the mass of expectations. There's nothing worse when you go into a, into church and you're praying and there's people having conversations and it's like a country club. Um, maybe I'm old school or something like that, but I just, I just feel like, you know, it's, or maybe it's the old former teacher in me that there needs to be some kind of management you know, in place at churches, especially in these days and ages where people really don't know how to behave, at least a lot of um, younger people or people have been away for a while, you know? I don't know, am I being a little too rough here, Kate, in that, in that thinking? No, I think, you know what, I think some churches, depending on the church, they try subtly to um, have those expectations. But like, I remember this one church, it had a sign in the back and it said, you know, remind people to it was reminding people pretty much who are coming in to have a respectful silence while engaged in prayer in the mass um but what you said mike reminds me of when we visited italy and the masses in italy if you're not even dressed appropriately for church like if you have your shoulders and your knees bare mm -hmm. they don't even let you in there are ushers that kind of guard the entrance to the church and, and i think the in. church i think it would be to our benefit as as a church that we have like assigned um, people to do that, you know, I know at this church I'm going to right now, they have people on both sides of the priest uh, during Holy Communion, making sure people are receiving the Holy Eucharist, you know, and there was been there's been at least one person I've seen who has who was taught or caught they were leaving with the Holy Eucharist in their hands and the and the guy stopped them. I can't tell you how many times in my life wow. I've seen people walk away with the Holy Communion and not consuming it. So mm. I don't know. I, I really think that there should be some kind of um, ministry that that is in charge of management and of the mass. You know, yeah, if the priest doesn't want to do it or he's he's unable to at least hire someone who's going to go up there when it's loud before mass starts and make an announcement. Guys, you are in the house of the Lord. This is a time for reverence and prayer, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't I think it's like that teacher we've all had in the past who stood out among the rest, they were very strict. But you know mm -hmm. what? They were on top of it. They've always been, the strict teachers have always been my favorite, you know, as opposed to those who just let things go by. And it's so depressing, you know, so. Right. Well, just like at the beginning of Mass, well, at least where I go to church, they remind people, please turn off your cell phones or put them on silent, that kind of thing. So maybe to have some quick reminders for people to you know, or even if they don't want to read a whole list of reminders, put it in the bulletin or, you know, mm. so, or something like that. I don't know, but then maybe people yeah. wouldn't read it. I don't know, but yeah, we'll forget the next Sunday. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, anyway. so, but no, good points. Um, okay, so, um, oh, Karen says to us um, here that, oh, yes, have been on other presentations, just not the Bible study. Okay. So I thought I recognized the name. Okay, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, I guess I didn't recognize, but, um, but yeah, thanks, Karen. Thanks for joining us. Well, welcome back, Karen. Um, we appreciate yeah. you joining us. Thanks for joining us in the Bible study. Um, Emily says, yes, a lot of people take photos at holiday services, and it's very distracting. That's mm -hmm. true, too, like the nativity and things like that. That's true. Um, so, and disrespectful, be present. Ugh, it's frustrating, right? Sure exactly. Is. So, yeah, we have to be, you know, just that's part of participating in the mass, just like participating with Robert. Emily, we hope your dad's doing well. He was on the prayer list for a while, wasn't he, Kate? John? I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully everything's okay. Yeah. I know we have a lot of people that, um, you know, definitely want to have prayers for these days. Mm -hmm. So yeah, hopefully, so hope he's okay. Um, okay. And, um, I Vicky like this says, comment. Yeah. Re-education of the congregation. We need yes. it badly. Absolutely. And you know, what's happened to is for years, we've had people who have, fallen away from the church they come back again and there's like a lot of misinformation i think that the catholic education over the years has been choppy um so that's another problem we've gotten away from like the old school days of baltimore catechism and the days when the nuns and priests actually wrote the curriculum for the catholic church and then you know or for catholic schools and then the catholic schools were buying into the secular curriculum you know, a lot. And because we've lost a lot of priests and nuns that used to write the curriculum for the church. So, I mean, for the Catholic schools. So, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with re-education. I mean, if you know, right. when, when your kids go back to school, it's custom for, you know, the, the, the teacher to begin the school year with the rules. I mean, they know already don't talk during it while the teacher's talking about it, be respectful, but there's nothing wrong with re-educating. I think the, I think that really should be a priority in our in our church, especially now, like, you know, the numbers are dwindling and, you know, I think people have a lot more respect at the mass if, you know, if, you know, they were educated more. So, right. Anyway, right. Uh, just letting everyone know we have like uh, two minutes left on a timer. Okay, so. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. We'll apologize in advance. We can't get to all of our comments here, but we'll, you know, do as many I'll as we stop can. interrupting. So. Oh, that's okay. No, cause I'm interrupting too, but no, we appreciate everybody's <laughs> thoughts and feedback. Um, so Anne-Marie says, we need to show respect. Absolutely. Um, Fong says, when I see disrespect happening, I like to pray as Jesus did. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Absolutely, fine. I, I, I think the same thing, too. That same um, line from the Bible goes through my mind, too. Um, Fong says, I also pray the prayer from St. Gertrude, most sacred heart of mm. Jesus, open the hearts and minds of sinners to the truth and light of God the Father. Absolutely. That's a good one. Definitely good. And Jim says, amen, Fong. Definitely. Okay. And singing Angie says, we need to remember that we are all God's children. And he expects us to love one another the way he loves us, no matter what they do, that no matter what they do, that you feel is wrong and disrespectful. So we still have to love everybody. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We show our love for people. And, and, you know, and part of showing that love is hopefully, you know, just by, um, being a good example of faith and love, like, you know, cause we have, you know, we're called to admonish the sinner or, you know, well, in this case, we want to demonstrate the correct respect too for the mass and the Eucharist. So that's right. Just like a parent, just like a parent corrects, you know, their children doesn't mean, you know, there's any, you know, it, it, it means that, you know, he or she's like, 
teaching them to love, you know, and, and loving them. Uh-oh, that sound means we are almost out of time. Let's just get these couple of last ones real quick, Kate, okay? Okay, sure. Okay. Um, we have Karen who says, our priest tend to, tends to use the homily time to correct error. Oh, the, I don't That's, agree with that part. Yeah. Homily well, time should be for the homily. It's not should be asking for money and, yeah. you know, or unless, anything else. Unless he tries to do both. I don't know. Sometimes our, they try to do both. My old church, they, they always use that time for the bishop to make his appeals and stuff. And I, that always agitated me, you know, for, you know, financial oh, stuff. Okay. And, ugh. Yeah. Oh, oh you, Emily, I'm sorry to hear I, that. I have to apologize. I have to go back to, um, oh, okay. Oh, thanks for putting that mic. Okay. Um, yeah. Anne Marie says, if I can just go back to this one really quick before you get to Emily's, um, please pray for my daughter. She is suffering with kidney stones. Oh, so, so definitely. We definitely. Well, I had those. Pray. They're not fun. Yeah, that's, we yeah, would that's definitely rough. keep her in prayers. Yeah. And, Absolutely. um, oh, we're very oh, sorry to hear Emily, this. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, wow. Let me take, okay. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, I'll have to pray for him. Okay, so he passed away, but yes, there are so many prayers, and I thank you, and I'm sure he's grateful in heaven. I need to figure out how to update the email address with YouTube. Okay, mm -hmm. well, you know, God bless him, and we'll have to, you know, Absolutely. and God bless your family, too. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Uh, let's do the last couple of real All quick, because right. we have to okay. wrap up. Sure. Okay, Jim says, if only they truly knew where they were and what it means. Absolutely. And Fong says, Mike, amen, totally agree. Okay, and Emily says, Emily, please pray, saying, please pray for assistance that is so desperately needed and that I pass my nursing boards. Oh, absolutely, Emily. Absolutely. Good luck with absolutely. those. Yeah. Right. And God's, guys, um, thank you, everybody, for joining us this evening and for sharing yeah. comments. It's with great us. to have the group we back. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's nice to have the really group back. Is. Yeah. It really is. Also, welcome to anybody who's new joining us. Even if you don't share comments, we're glad to have yeah. you. And we're always open, open for suggestions. If you have any suggestions on, you know, what we can do to enhance the um, Bible study time here, let us know in the description box or in the comments box below. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Kate, I'm going to invite you. Would you like to do the closing prayer for us? Um, sure. Okay. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we thank you for the blessing of reading your word together. We ask that these words of life, truth, and hope would continue to impact us in the week ahead. May your love and grace follow each of us as we return to our daily lives, refreshed and blessed by you. We ask all this in the beautiful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, we thank everyone for joining us, and um, thanks for sharing all your thoughts with us. Uh, you know, it, this can be a time of conversation. It doesn't necessarily have to be about the Bibles because a lot of times scripture in, inspires, you know, conversations and that's fine too. So this is all of our time to faith share and just, you know, unite as Catholics and just socialize because, you know, sometimes we don't have that in our lives and stuff. So anyway, we thank you guys. We'll be back next Monday. We hope you guys will be here to join us. Kate, did you want to say anything? Um, just everybody have a blessed week ahead. Okay. Take care and God bless everybody. Take care, guys. God bless. God bless.